I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to our Real Housewives of Orange County episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. This is the time of the week that we dive headfirst into Real Housewives of Orange County, Kate and I's podcast, Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms. There's a new episode each Wednesday. In that podcast, we break down a show from the TLC network, past or present. There's so much shit to cover. But without further ado, let's dive into the identical ladies of Orange County. Hi, Kate. (laughs) Hi, Pauline. It just, I'm going to get into it. We get into the notes about the episode, but I cannot tell one of them apart. They, that pool scene, Kate. Who's who? I just realized there's a blonde Heather this episode. Uh, hello. This was the Heather that we, yeah, well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. I forgot yeah. It's Tamara's stirring it and I appreciate it a lot. Um, Kate, I know that um, it's boiling where you are. It's boiling where I am. I feel utterly depressed that this is the hottest season, hottest month ever in the entire world because we've completely destroyed our planet. I mm-hmm. could go on about that for ages, but I'm depressed. I'm sitting in Los Angeles in sun and beautiful beaches and all this, but it's it's depressing, Kate. It's, yeah, it's really oppressive. He, It feels like it's just never going to end either. And, you know, I want that's there's so many times like I meet people all the time from the East Coast, Chicago. And I think maybe I should take the leap to remember what winters are like because I go to the East Coast because I want October. I love this. I'm saying this and Kate is actively putting on a sweater. What? It's oh, I guess it is 74 in here. You turn it down. Oh, my God. 74. That's hot. I don't know. It feels cool enough in here. 
this thermostat, it like creeps up for some reason. You have to constantly turn it back down. What is your perfect sleeping temperature? Mm, Like 68, 69. Yeah, I could do 67. That's nice. Nice and cool. Um, Anyway, I was thinking like, should I just go to these? I want my Octobers to be re-watching Scream, Craft. Like I want it all spooky movies from the second it goes to October the 1st to the 31st. I want crispy weather. I want leaves falling. I want cool nights. I want to have my fire. I want to set my fire, have my fireplace on. I live in Los Angeles and it's literally like, I remember Christmas. I was looking at photos of Christmas this year that I spent in LA with a couple of my friends. I'm wearing denim cutoff shorts for Christmas day. Yeah. Unacceptable behavior. It's unacceptable behavior. So who knows guys, I may just move to Chicago and then you'll be able to hear me complaining about seven feet of snow <laughs> for like three months because that's there's always again. something yeah it's always something anyway that's weather corner from Kate and Pauline um <laughs> let's get into this Kate because we we like to make this show a Bravo show so we want to chit chat around you know obviously Orange County Crappy Lake and Royal Housewives of New York so let's start with OC I've actually got some good notes this week I'm proud of myself I've done scene by scene we start off with waxing Shane. Huh. Now, what's your situation with nose hair? Let's let's go from weather corner to hair corner. Okay. What is your situ with nose hair? My nose nose hair? Yeah, your nose hair. I don't find that I need to pay attention to it. Well, I'm a couple of years older than you, and I will tell you, Kate. It's become an issue. Mm. I noticed this like last year I went, what? That's so weird. I can like see my nose hair. So seeing this, I thought, so I just like, you know, you could, you have like the nose trimmer thing, right? To do that, I honestly felt ancient. I was like, oh my, it was as though I'd found ear hair or something. I was like, is this where I'm at in my life that I have to like sh- get rid of nose hair? It was, I was very depressed for like a week and a half about it. Um, but then I saw waxing and I'm a big proponent of waxing everywhere, but not my nose. That, I don't know how, I don't know how Emily, you see her getting her nose done. And she's like, oh, oh my God, that looks so painful. I would never get my nose waxed. It looks satisfying. And honestly, it can't yeah. be that much worse than like a Brazilian. Yeah, but you get used to that. I don't know. I don't know. I just think with the Brazilian, there's the satisfaction of like, I don't know, it feels very satisfying when they just rip everything out. Um, but nose hair, it's so, so, so sensitive up there. I just, oh. Anyway, so we see him getting waxed and they're really, really pushing this narrative of, oh, Shane's, I don't know, this whole episode should have been like, let's try and make Shane sexual or Shane is sexual. I promise you, everyone, 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 Shane's sexual. We do have sex. I promise you, everyone. I was like, oh, my God. I don't know. I think they have fun. I think they have fun together and I can see them having more sex and like freakier sex than a lot of these couples, certainly more than like Heather and Terry. Heather and Terry, that's a bizarre combo. I think their sex is like going over their bank accounts. Like that's where they get their satisfaction. Yeah, no, they are. Heather comes into the room in like, Agent provocateur, like thousand dollar outfit, and then she's like, "Look at me, look at me, look at me." 
and then turns the lights off and have sex. Like that's how I see her have sex. Or they bring in their staff members to get each other off while they talk about how rich they are. God, do you know how much I made this month? Oh, 18 bathrooms. We have 18 bathrooms. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that Shane and Emily don't get into stuff, but I I was just like, all right, guys, we get it. You're banging us over the head this episode with Shane being sexual. And the constant talk of like, how he's obsessed with her ass is great and wonderful, but it also made me think, yeah, but is that all he's interested in? And then that led me down to another path, which I'm not going to go into, but I was just like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of butt stuff here, which is fine, but I think there's only butt stuff. Anyway, um, so we see that they're getting their nose done and then um, Emily's talking about, you know, I'm going to have this party and um, it's going to be at your mum's house and it's going to be girls and we're going to do this constantly slip and slide adult slip and slide adult slip and slide ah, he's, fun, fun, fun. And he's like yeah yeah cool cool okay then we go we meet see jen and her son grayson who seems like such a lovely young boy did you get that feeling oh yeah he seemed like such a sensitive sweet soul oh there was yeah. something about him i just fell in love and he only said he was only on the screen for a little bit but he's only in year eight and he was just like shook his hand to Shan. He just lovely. So cute. And can we talk about how Kennedy is 16 years old and we saw her on camera as a toddler having a however many thousand dollar birthday party. Yeah. Yeah. I, when I looked at that, and they did a gorgeous throwback. Thank you so much. We see Taylor and Kennedy and she's this young woman and you just look and you go, the trauma she's been through which is un- unimaginable and you see her now and taylor's just done everything to have to give her this wonderful life with a stable home she made it through kennedy made it through and they look as though they're happy and settled and she's gorgeous and it was just wonderful to see her but yeah it made us feel old it made me feel as old as when I was clipping my nose hair. Like that's how <laughs> that's how old it made me feel. Um then so, so it's it's Jen and her son Grayson and then Taylor and Kennedy and Kennedy's girlfriend. They're getting on this boat to go over to an island. The heat, it was a lot. I was like, why are your ladies, why do these ladies have their chests? Okay, Kate, I've discussed this with you before. Yeah. Sorry guys, I'm drinking a lot of coffee right now. Um, and we're recording in the middle of the day. So I I have a massive thing I was saying to Kate. I was like, I'm very, very pale. Like, Kate, you tan. Like, you can get a nice tan. And I can, but I'd have to, like, sacrifice my body to the gods and just lay out. But I'm also terrified of wrinkles and especially the wrinkled chest. And I've become obsessed over it, the wrinkled chest. So my chest is never exposed until night. It just can't be. Like, I have to have everything covered because the sun will mess up and I don't want the old lady wrinkled chest around the boobs With all and the I look freckles at all... and crinkles and yeah yeah and I have a lot of freckles naturally because my heritage are very freckly my face is full of freckles but I it's it's that thing on the chest that gets me and all I could concentrate all these women's chests they were just burnt to oblivion and they were out in the sun and it worried me a lot they're all gonna be that old lady like in something about Mary yeah <laughs> That's it was that's what it's gonna be. It was hard to watch. Like I just was like, cover that up. Anyway, the sun was like beaming on them. So they go to this little island, don't know what it is, 
And then we see, and I've just got some block capitals. Someone else joins them. Shannon in the white jeans. Tell me you are noticing this every time she walks in with these goddamn white denim jeans. I am. It's always with the white jeans and the wedges. But it is not, Shannon is not an overweight woman. She's not a large woman. I think she's got a very petite frame, Um, but she's also not emaciated like the rest of them, right? The majority of them. And even if you're very, very thin, I don't, white jeans are never flattering. I mean, you really have to be like minuscule to pull off white jeans. I think it's this nautical, you know, coastal Um, style that she's going for. And it it looks outdated. Oh, it is so unflattering. And every time I see her, I'm like, here we go again with these white jeans and the cork wedges. Yep. Just got to give it up. Every time. Then did you notice, Kate, so they're sat there and they're going to get into some gossip. But even on the boat over right to the island, you hear Taylor, I'm going to get a corn dog. Oh, really? You're going to get a you know, I think I might, I might get a corn dog. Then Shannon walks over and they have like remnants, aka the majority of the food left over, which was like this pretzel and then a corn dog. First thing Shannon says is, You had a corn dog. Oh, pretzel. Whoa, whoa. She's like, Yeah, I'm being really bad. The conversation was like five seconds, but I was like, All eating disorders. Their whole conversation, Are you seriously going to have a corn dog? Really? Like, are you actually going seriously? And it's just like, Oh. They were dead serious. Oh my gosh, you ate a corn dog. Yep, I did. I was like, oh, hard to watch. God. Yeah. Hard to watch. It's like the time, I don't know if I ever told you when I was in college, I was working um um on the I was in journalism class in the newspaper, obviously, because I'm a very, very serious journalist. And um I went to the cafeteria or whatever to get a to get a Coke, Coca-Cola. Love my Coca-Cola. I walked back in with a Coca-Cola can. And this girl who had serious issues, generally she had serious issues, but she also had tons of issues around food. I walked in and in front of the whole newsroom, she goes, oh my God, you're having a full fat Coke. And I went, yeah. And she was horrified, absolutely horrified. And it wasn't because it's bad for your health and it's full of sugar. It was that no, what you can't drink that. You have to have a Diet Coke. And I love my Diet Coke, love my Coke Zero, but that is indicative. This is what it reminded me of. It was just the shaming of anything that isn't eat, eat zero and drink zero. That's what it was. I would be horrified too, but only because I think Diet Coke tastes way better, but it is. I know I had actually, I had a Coke, a regular Coke the other day. Mm. Welcome back to a drink corner. Okay. <laughs> Um, and, um, do you know, I mean, I know it is fucking horrendous the amount of sugar it has in it, but I thought, uh, whatever, I had a sip of it and I felt like drastically ill. I think my system just went, whoa, it is like, remember the time I went through my Red Bull, Red Mm -hmm. Bull, um, um, it's time, Red Bull session, whatever. Um, went a period of weeks where I was just drinking Red Bull and, (laughs) It made, I, I thought I was going to end up in the hospital. Like it makes you so ill. But yeah, I had a sip of regular Coke and it was as though my system went, whoa, no, absolutely not. Shut it down. I could, no way could I finish that entire can. It's wrecks you. Just, yeah, yeah. It, it, it seems like a lot if you haven't had it for a while. So anyway. 
they have the corn dog <laughs> and then they have eating well, disorders and corn dogs yep carry and then, on and then they all sit there and basically this is jen freaking out saying that these rumors she's a first season housewife and yeah. she is the subject of the season her yes. relationship and she was not prepared for this and is freaking out she said it's taking over her life she's like too stressed to take care of her kids and stuff and shannon has her producer hat on she said oh well you should pull Tamara aside at the party and say can I speak to you for a moment oh okay okay so they're setting that up Mm. meanwhile Tamara and Heather meet up at a store they're shopping for gifts I don't know what they're shopping for and they are talking about the other night Mm -hmm. and uh (laughs) this cracked me up because Tamara's telling Heather well when you come for my relationship, all bets are off and I'm going to freak out. And yes, I drank too much and I threw the napkin, but you're coming for my relationship. And I I was like, Tamara, that's what you're doing to her. I I mean, you're right. And and this conversation is going on, the juxtaposing this and then going back and forth with them on the island. And Heather Ammon has been mentioned. And we said, we knew from the beginning when we saw, they talk about this other Heather, who, just as a reminder, is a blonde Heather who was best friends with Tamara and with Jen. They said they were like the three Amigas. They were like the best mates together. And Heather, blonde Heather, was apparently brother and sister with Ryan. And this is before she got with Jen and he got with Jen and she say, and and Jen saying, I never, I, you know, was suspicious. I couldn't believe that they weren't doing anything, but I really know now that they were, that they weren't. Yeah. Right. Um, And she fell out with this blonde Heather because she said, you know, she was coming for the relationship of coming with Ryan, but I think she was just in love with him. There, this is, it's so painful to watch this Kate this Jen's denial of black and white in front of her. Um, So Tamara and Heather are discussing and they expose and she starts talking about this text message that blonde Heather got. I thought it was to, I thought it was to Tamara, but it was to blonde Heather saying, you don't want me to expose yourself. That wouldn't be good for your business or for you. And Heather's, Heather Dubrow is like, well, that's a threat. And Tamara's like, I know. And she said, then we have flashes back at a confessional of Jen saying we were on a break and some he did see somebody else. And Tamara's like, I know exactly who he saw, which I think it was Heather Ammon. But anyway, um, and then um, in the confessional, did you get that Jen kind of admitted, look, it's not the 90s. It, we weren't like on a break. I know exactly what happened and that's what it was. So he, he, she's admitting that he did cheat on her and she already knew about it. She's, what I got from it is that they had a fight where they said things like, well, maybe we should be done, but they hadn't officially called the relationship off. And then maybe he was mad at her and went and hooked up with someone. And because she yeah. was, it hurts that he did that. But, um, you know, we, we were on a break, but it still hurts that he did that and that everyone's bringing it up or whatever. And so, yeah, I think it was a big fight they had and then he did that and then they decided to keep seeing each other. And now Tamara's like dragging it onto TV. (laughs) Well, as I'm saying this, because Tamara kept doing this smile of like, I know exactly who it was that he, he messed around with. It's got to have been Heather Ammon then. 
And that's going to come out. Yeah. Okay. So they're all talking about it. And Tamara's like, oh, and Heather's like, and they're all stirring it up. Then we go to this kind of wholesome scene of Gina meeting Gina and Travis meeting and the kids meeting up with her ex-husband, Matt, and his girlfriend, Brett, who I thought was Kelly Dodd. Can you please tell me you had the same thing? She looks identical to Kelly Dodd. I didn't make that connection, but now that you say that, they do look pretty similar. I just went, Kelly, she's back. Yeah, that was a big shock. Um, and they're in the park, and they're just talking. She's talking about how happy she is with their relationship now and talking about his felonies getting reduced to misdemeanors. And um, look, I've already said I don't like I I'm gonna put this way, I don't like Gina as a housewife. Let me say that. I don't like her as a housewife. I think she's been through a monstrous amount of trauma with this husband and the domestic abuse and the cheating and the cheating and the cheating. Um, and I think she's come through it very gracefully. I think she did the exact right thing, getting, you know, pushing the charges to she said I did that as an example for my children. You have to pay for your re, you know, there's repercussions. And I'm you know, so all of that, I think she's done very, very, very well with she she went through a terrible remember she got DUI. The woman was suffering so much. Mm-hmm. Um and so I have a lot of empathy and there's so much about her that I admire, but I just just things get to me about her. But anyway, um we see them all sat Kate and they seem very good, all four of them, very healthy for their children, very healthy. Right. They're buddies. She's making TikToks with Brit and talking with Matt like he's an old buddy. And Mm. I think that's all great for the kids. Uh, I think that her her guy now, uh, Travis, he seems. I don't he doesn't seem problematic or anything. No, he doesn't doesn't seem much. He's not a TV character at all, but uh that's probably good for her it she is. doesn't need a chaotic person as her she partner doesn't. she doesn't I'm, I'm I'm gonna I just bite my tongue because I said some really nice stuff about Gina and I'm gonna leave it there because I should have at least one week where I'm not dragging her and Travis through it so okay yeah, we'll talk about her swimsuit later <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> now I don't know if I went into the twilight zone between this scene and the next scene because the next scene is this ramshackle middle of nowhere biker bar that just says swallows in and i'm like what is this and tamra's meeting emily in there and i'm like sorry did i just miss it was there a theme going on or were we supposed to be doing something in here because it's just them going for a drink and they're in this like bizarro world that doesn't even exist in orange county i don't know what it was kate i think jeff the pa had to find a place to film really last minute yeah it was all he could scrounge up the only place that agreed to it there were bras and and knickers and stuff hanging from (laughs) the the ceiling like there was in crappy lake that side of kind of small town bar there no one in there was under the age of 55 it was (laughs) very odd it was a really odd scene I didn't get it it was super random I liked the scene though because it's they're going over how they have named you know Tamara called Emily Shrek and then Emily called Tamara Lucifer water under the bridge now and she says cheers to you you dumb old bitch (laughs) I was like I I 
union here. It it was great, but it was also like that is on a two other housewives that would be like, are you serious? It would be cut to a confessional of someone going, are you serious? We just made up, and she just makes this cute joke. She thinks it's funny, calling me a dumb old bitch. Like if it was two other housewives, that would have caused another row. What if it was like Heather Dubrow? But yeah. It it gave me the vibes of the old Roni girls, how they will say yeah. the most heinous shit. And then oh. two seconds later, they're like, anyways, cheers, bitch. <laughs> Never forget the Brooklyn Bridge. I mean, <laughs> never forget. Um, so they kind of sat there. They, yeah, they, they brush all that under the carpet and got over it. They're like, we're friends now. Then we get to John Jensen, Johnson, Jansen, JJ. Mm-hmm. And this is good. And it gets even better in the episode. So we see Tamara, who is just phenomenal at carrying a storyline that's going to wreck people's lives. Outstanding. She said, you know, how are you? They talk about Heather a little bit. And they're like, how are you with Heather? And they said, well, you know, Emily said whatever about it. And she said, um, then Tamara goes, well, you know, Heather told me very personal stuff that Shannon had told her in private about John. And Emily nods and goes, oh, I was told the same thing. And they didn't say it. They said it. And and then Emily said, it's putting us in a terrible situation. We know this stuff about John and we we can't say anything. But Heather's told us and she broke the promise to Shannon and I don't know what we're going to do about it and I'm just cheering at the TV I was like say it say it say it (laughs) and then Tamara the producer (laughs) says okay I know I know how we'll handle this I have a lunch coming up with Shannon later this week I'll bring it up then and Emily she's she's learned her lesson she knows Tamara she says well don't throw me under the bus don't bring me into this and I said Tamara says okay I won't and I said Good luck with that, Emily. <laughs> I mean, she will. I mean, she's she's a game yeah. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, so that there's, yeah, hang on, there's something I was going to say about that. I can't remember what it was. But, you know, yeah, I guess it's that they were insinuating. This wasn't just a little bit of a secret. This was something kind of big. And I'm like, okay, they said several people know. Oh, okay. All right, so I got a little bit excited then. Then we go to just a scene of Shannon getting spray tan. The amount of spray tans. I've never had a spray tan in my life, and I should because I'm so pale. It would look probably nice. But I have a friend that does it back home, and she's super pale. She tans really, really easily, but she's super pale. Every time I would go over to England, she'd be putting this fake tan on. I was like, why are you doing it? Because it's so hard. I don't know if you've ever put a fake tan on. When you get to knuckles and you get to joints – you need a professional to do that shit because I said, I would say to my friend, I was like, it looks like shit. And I just say to her, <laughs> it looks like shit. And she goes, yeah, I know, but I can't be bothered. It's really hard to do it at the hands. I was like, your hands are white and then everything's cut off at your wrist and it's all orange. Like, I don't, you know, they're just so hard to do as much as I've wanted them. Have you ever done a fake tan? No, I've, I, I don't think I've ever done that because I'm scared. I don't trust myself with the application. I know I will look worse doing that than I would just staying pale. I know. Um, Yeah. 
and I tan fine. So I'm just mm. like, I'm not going to bother with that, but I've seen it look really good on people, but I, I don't yeah, have you, you have to get what Shannon, like someone coming and spraying it. Like you can't do it by yourself. It just ends up looking like shit. And, um, yeah, just ask my friend back home. You know, what my friend back home used to do as well when she was in uni, she used to put it on and she had this room. <laughs> this roommate who was like all like a hot mess the roommate was a mess like just dating all the wrong guys constantly cheat constantly cheating and finding you guys and just like, obsessed with men right through university and she was obsessed with my friend as well so um my friend may or may not have taken advantage of that obsession and so she'd go away and every time my friend got a fake tan she goes yeah you've got to be really careful because you know you can't shower for like a day or something and it has to dry she's sort of just going to sleep in her bed and I was like, but he'd mess up all her sheets. And she goes, yeah, but she's obsessed with me, so it doesn't matter. Oh, my God. <laughs> Such a bitch. Oh, Such a bitch. I loved it. I encouraged her. Um, anyway, so then we see them getting ready, I believe. Yeah, getting ready for this party at Emily's mother-in-law's house. And Heather Amin arrives. This is Le Blonde. Heather that is part of this Trace Amigas whatever so I'm like well done Tamara shit dude you're good thank you so they all get this glam now this is a pool party and I know we know Beverly Hills pool parties or or Beverly Hills barbecues it's never that you're never supposed to go into the pool the glam and I get it they're on television but they also do this when they're not on television that's Mm. the whole point of this the glam, the beachy waves, obviously, the bleach blonde hair, the orange fake tans, the it's just mind-blowing, Kate, because it's so far from my reality. I, I have a pool party this weekend. It's in gorgeous house of Pacific Palisades, right? And it is food, drink, pool party. You know what I'm gonna do? Sunscreen everywhere, obvs. And it's gonna be bikini and then like a dress over it or like dungarees over it and I'm getting there I'm saying hi everyone fuck off and I'm diving into the pool and I'm drinking that's what I'm doing at a pool party as you should that's what I would do I we see them getting Heather and Tamara getting a full glam right as though they really are going to like a movie premiere like it's nuts then um we see uh Jen getting ready with her full glam and this very embarrassing and cringy FaceTime with Ryan the Cheetah. That should be his full name, Ryan the Cheetah. And he's like, um, hey, I just wanted to ask you, uh, before you go, uh, you know, can I get all your friends' numbers to like accidentally send them a dick pic too? <laughs> and she's laughing. She's like, ah. She gets off the phone. She, he's like, love and light or some bullshit like that. He's like, have an amazing time. Just stay bright. Stay amazing. Say something You're like magic. that. You're magic. Say magic. But, and hangs up and the this hairstylist and this makeup is oh my god he's so cute and she's like see she's like he's so nice i don't know why anyone would say anything about him kate it was so bad oh then she's so naive about this or in denial and uh, willfully ignorant She's fully ignorant. Right. That's You're what right. she is. She knows damn well what he's up to and everything that these women are saying are true, but she's sticking by it because she threw away a marriage. And she's got to at this point. 
I can't believe she came on this show after all that crap went down in her life thinking that maybe somehow none of this would come up and Tamara's on the cast nice try money and fame and Tamara telling her to do it Tamara knew this was her way to stay on the seasons and get through next season and be provocative in this season so she probably pushed that pushed for her to come she's like come 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 yeah yeah, yeah. come 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 um then we kind of see them all get to this pool party and I, i'll tell you if i i didn't have time but i wish i could have just watched reversed or rewound and rewatched all of these women enter there were extensions there was hairspray to the gods there was everyone looked the same i just Bikinis that are like lingerie, which is cute and nice and whatever, but no one was going to get in the pool. Everyone had eye fake eyelashes on, um, full lips, jewelry. It was boiling hot. They had their. I just can't. I cannot wrap my head around. I was fascinated watching all these women stand around with all the food that none of them are going to eat um you know that gets us every time every time the thing that I love about Emily is that she's different though she stands out she's gorgeous brunette statuesque yep and they always have to have the like the corn dog scene you know oh Mm. you have to be confident to be friends with this girl she's tiny she doesn't do anything to even maintain it and it's all body talk and yeah so much pressure to be in a friend group like that it is a lot. I mean, if you want darkness, if you really want a little bit of darkness in your life, which, hey, who doesn't? Go back and watch the seasons of Shannon Bador when she was still with the White Walker and she was overweight and talking about her body the whole time. That and all David did was work out more and more and more and get thinner and thinner and thinner and more ripped. And Shannon, that's the, honestly, that season is so dark so dark but anyway um you're right the body talk is yeah emily tells heather dubrow that her and shane film themselves having sex Mm -hmm. and heather is shocked she can't believe that oh i couldn't possibly do that especially since you know i'm an actress i'm in i'm in film i've been on several sitcoms and I would just be watching myself the whole time, just hoping that I'm in frame and everything. Ha 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 ha. No, 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 no. Get the right line. Quote, I don't even like watching myself on sitcoms. Right. And I wrote, and I just said out loud to the television, I was like, well, that's good considering you haven't been in one in about 15 years. So <laughs> <laughs> she is so delusional. She is deluded. And yeah, like anyone's buying, you don't watch yourself on sitcoms from the late 90s, early 90s, over and over and over and over and over again. I mean, give me a break. That's what she's got on when her interior get having exactly. sex. Old DVDs of her sitcom pilot she was on. Did you know it was with Jenny McCarthy? I was the pilot with Jenny McCarthy. Oh, God. God. Anything else before the slip and slide? Well, we obviously get Tammy, I call her Tammy Sue, brings Heather in, head blonde Heather, 
And Jen's like, hi, hi, ha, ha, ha. And then Jen goes over to Blonde Heather and said, we need to talk. And then brings her over. And they all sit. Well, those two sit. Then Tammy Sue comes in. And then literally everyone comes in to sit next to them in these lounges and just start kind of going into what's going on. And essentially what they were talking about is Jen just said, look, um, uh, Blonde Jen was saying, look, you know, I just can't sign off on this relationship that I know so much about. And and she's like, well, you don't have to. And you're saying things that aren't true. And she goes, you sent me that threatening text. And she says, no, I'm just saying, don't talk about my family and don't talk about my relationship. And you don't know anything about it. And I don't know what else was really said between them. Was there anything else? No. And it ended with Jen huffing out and saying I can't be fake like some of these women I have to leave I'm upset okay I think even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks Italian leather jackets and so much more And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. That's really all it was, was like, well... I see that your relationship is full of lies and I can't <laughs> stand for that or whatever. And then, yeah. Okay. Then denying it. I need to ask you about the slip and slide. Okay. I think we definitely obviously have it in England. I'm familiar with it, but it was not a part of growing up or anything. And I think it probably was, it's very American to me. How, and I've never done one. Okay. I've never done slip and slide. How do you do it? When you have boobs, I don't understand the actual, I don't understand how you jump on hard ground, like hard ground, and you don't squish your boobs. Like, I, I have such a weird thing about it. I was watching this woman, I was like, how do you do a slip and slide? Well, you don't normally have boobs when you do a slip and slide because oh. you're just a little kid. Got <laughs> I've it. Been, I've had boobs. <laughs> Got it. Okay. I was so nervous one of those implants was going to pop goes the weasel. Oh. I know. Um, but you have you like throw yourself on the ground essentially. Basically, yeah. You I guess you would just kind of put your arms over your chest and barrel okay. yourself down. They were pretty fearless with it. I suppose if I had been drinking as much as they probably were, I would definitely do it. But Okay. Yeah, they I think have there's water, you know, you hose it down and then there's water coming out one end to slipper, make it slippery. I think sometimes people put, would put like soap on it. Yeah. Even more slippery, but, uh, yeah, they're all going down the slip and slide. This part cracked me up. So of course, Tamara takes her top off and puts her, puts her bottoms up her butt and is, she looks unbelievable. 
unbelievable. She, yeah, she's she's keeping it tight. And then, then you have Heather wearing a wetsuit because she thinks that the slip and slide is full of germs or whatever. And uh, what's her name? Emily was like, she looks like a trainer at SeaWorld. Yeah. And then you did. have Shannon in her Spanx. Stop. And she thinks it makes her quirky all the time being like, I'm going to wear my Spanx. You know, you look like an idiot. Wear a bikini, be proud of your body because you would look much better in a bikini than you do in these stupid spanks. Like it looks stupid. She's always trying to be like, it's so funny. Oh, well, when you're around that crowd and all they're talking about is food and being skinny, I can see why she's insecure, but Uh, there's definitely got to be a swimsuit she could have worn besides wearing the spanks. So that was kind of the end of the pool party. They're all drunk and playing. I, I like the scene of the two women playing miniature. Yes. Ping pong. pong. Yeah. 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 I thought that was fun. Um, My God. And did you see the charcuterie? Kate, you and I would have had our faces full and like straight in the brie. Mm-hmm. We would have been just, that's what you do. You start, you eat, you drink, and then you work it all off by like you're swimming all day or you're doing whatever. It doesn't even matter. Like, that's part of it. You know that food wasn't touched. You know all that gorgeous food went to waste. Yep, it sat out in the sun and got ruined and they paid. You know, I should just start driving down to OC to get fed. I don't I don't need to like buy groceries. I should just drive down to the OC, crash parties, and I'll be the one that'll be eating everything because nobody else or stand stand by Heather Debro's dumpster when she throws out like $20,000 worth of nobu. That's how I should be feeding myself. Um then we go, we hear in the previous scene that, that Jen and Ryan have, they're going to a therapist, but then we, then Tamara's like, oh, it's a psychic. Then we get a cut of this Jen and Ryan in a room with someone who calls herself a doctor, debatable, and claims she's an intuitive healer. That's Did you he- see her name? Is that going to heal him from cheating? <laughs> Unclear. <laughs> Dr. Lanny. Oh, was it Lanny? It was Lanny. End <laughs> <laughs> of the pod. End of the pod. Um, Kate, it was a fucking joke. And that, it just makes me angry. Not at intuitive healers, which do exist and can do so much work. These two are in a relationship that's extremely damaging. And he is cheating on her constantly. This is not going to help. Dr. Lanny going... Uh, okay now you're healed good and then what it does is all it does is just feed into his manipulation of jen being like oh we are going to therapy see i'm working on myself but he would never step foot in a real therapist's office because it would unravel way too much about who he is so he'll buy her all the healing crystals she wants oh his back about the cheating jen enough um this this reunion is going to be a lot um then we go to gene and travis and uh gina is um Gina is making dinner um, for Travis. Then Travis comes in. I mean, I, I can't tell whether Travis is even in a scene or not. I kind of hear his voice. I kind of see him, but I just don't. I don't know if he even exists. Just Can everyone see Travis? Can everyone <laughs> see Travis? Jason <laughs> friend of the pod. 
Um, well, imaginary friend of the pod one day, um, hopefully when I'm sleeping with him. Anyway, um, no, so he's just in, he's just like, oh, converse. every time I'm just like, oh, anyway, they sit down and then Gina starts talking about, you know, how happy she is now, which is great. And it's getting emotional. And all I could do is look at her use of cutlery. And I thought this is appalling, absolutely appalling. She has she has like her knife in her left hand. She's like stabbing something and cut and then a forks over her. I just <laughs> it was um it was a lot to watch. I understand she's I don't know what it says about me that I didn't even notice that. <laughs> she it was just I can't with her. Anyway, a scene of them just saying she's very, very happy now. Fantastic. Then we get a big shock. Kate, don't we? What is this scene, Kate? Take us into the reunion of sorts. <laughs> so what Tamara failed to mention earlier is that it wasn't just lunch with Shannon. Vicky's back in the house. So she meets up with Vicky. Vicky's mid whooping it up already. She has tequila shots ready. She yep. has margs ready. And they start slugging them back. Mm. The Trace Amigas are together again. Oh, yeah. Vicky gives us a little bit of an update. She got a confessional. Yes. And she is spreading her time. She's all over the place. She's spreading her time between her kids' homes, her home, her vacation home. She's got a new man. She's oh, she does. She literally breaks up with someone and has a new boyfriend within minutes. And she's like, "Of course, I'm having loads of sex. Look at him." And then production did production did like a zoom in on his face. That was shady as hell. That was such. (laughs) He's not exactly Piers Brosnan, you know. He's just he's not a a lot. I don't think he's hideous, but. He's not so hot that you would say what she said. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But you know, good for her. I'm glad yes. her tank is full. Exactly. So she does seem lighter. Her energy mm-hmm. is much lighter than it was when we saw right. her on Ultimate Girls Trip. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Shannon shows up. She gets in on the tequila. They pray to Jesus to whoop it up or whatever. Yeah. And I wrote, this feels right. Yeah. <laughs> these three get wasted at lunch so then uh this is the other part that cracked me up before we get to the dramatic part did you hear (laughs) they're talking they're kind of fawning over Vicky like oh you look so good how are you doing it's like I have a lot of sex and Shannon goes is that why you're skinny and she goes no it's because I don't eat a lot (laughs) yeah in my head I'm like oh 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 Zanthic Zanthic it's it's a I mean look I told you one of my very close friends is on it not Ozempic but the apparently is like oh I didn't tell you this one of my very good friends is on it it's an offshoot and it's she says it's just vitamins I said listen these drugs have not been te- this is what just terrifies me it, it's because you don't know the long lasting results of this shit and she says it's just vitamins I don't know whatever it is but it's not under the brand name of Ozempic, but it does the exact same thing. She lost 30 pounds in a blink of an eye, which she wanted to do. So I don't know, but yes. It's appealing, but I, what 
what scares me about it is that you then have to do it the rest of your life because once, unless you want it to all come back, like once you get off it, I'm pretty sure it, you just gain all the weight back anyways. So that's true. I never really thought about it. She says it's it's $75 a week. And she said, I've never felt better. And I lost all the weight that I couldn't lose. You know, she's, she's menopausal, postmenopausal. And um, she went through it early because she had some medical stuff. And she says, I couldn't lose weight. I couldn't lose weight. And yeah. I've done it. And she likes it now. It's just, it's it's hard because trust me, I I, I will love a shortcut. I love a shortcut and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I also don't, I'll drink full fat Coke, but I won't take an aspirin. So, you know, I've, I'm very, you know, there's things that I'll do and things that I won't do. And I'm just too scared. I'm just too so there's enough shit we're putting in our bodies that I just don't want to put more shit in my body. I know I'm on meds for other things too. And I'm like, the last thing I need is for um, the weird side effects to start popping up or something. So yeah, I'm a little nervous about it, but whatever if people are doing it as long as, I mean, the whole like people who need it, not being able to get it thing is not great. Um, that's but... a whole other thing, but Vicky's definitely on it anyway. But, but, so yeah. <laughs> she talks to any boyfriend, they're getting there. And then, Okay. <laughs> this is great. They start, this is beautiful work. This is the last scene of the show. And they start talking about like who's friends with who. Vicky's like, I don't, I haven't seen, you know, me and Emily and Gina, we're just not in the same group. We don't see each other. I saw Heather about a year ago. That was it. And then they start talking, you know, she's like, well, how are you with um, Heather to Shannon? Shannon's like, good, good. I mean, I, um, and then to Heather, um, uh, Tamara, she's like, so do you, you know, you confide in her? And she goes, oh, yeah. And she goes, and do you, is that someone, you know, you, so good. You trust your secrets? Shannon's like, oh, she's a vault. Yeah, no, she's definitely a vault. And um, I love that. And, and it, it's great. And, she, and Tamara is already, by the way, please, everyone watch the see this episode before when she got wasted. And she was definitely drunk. She saw her drinking. It's her left eyelid droops. I don't know whether that's alcohol, Botox, whatever, but it's definitely when she's drunk, it droops. And it started to in this scene as well. This is like three shots in. So when she drinks, her left eyelid droops. Anyway, so she's going, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, making it very obvious that she didn't want to say that she definitely needs something. So Shannon's like, what do you mean, Tamara? Are you trying to say something? And she goes, "Um, well, and then then Vicky's like, what? I mean, Vicky knows everything. She goes, oh, oh, that thing. And then Tamara's like, "Uh uh-huh. Uh huh. And Shannon flips. Whatever this is, do you know what? I think it's something that he got wasted because they're big drinkers. I think John Jensen, Jensen, Johnson got wasted. She was wasted. And there was a shove or there was a push or there was he smashed a glass against a wall. Something that was a drunken act that is very unsavory. That's what I think happened. And Shannon shoots up. She goes, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. Nope, we're not doing this. I'm mic'd. I'm mic'd. We get into production. We see our go over to production. Says, my relationship is over. If you want to go into this, my relationship is over. And the camera's got it all. If this airs, this will end my relationship. To be continued. It's got to be, it's a drunken, it was a drunken, massive fight they had. That's what I think. I think those two were drinking all day and fighting at night. That seems likely. I think it's got to be something like that, yeah. 
I don't think it was a cheating thing. I don't feel it was a cheating thing. I feel that they got wasted. Perhaps they're trying to cover up he got a DUI or he got, well, that probably made it into the press, I think, by now. But something to do with him being wasted and them fighting. That makes sense because with the editing they did in this episode, because they showed this flashback to a reunion where Shannon is defending him and saying, you talk about his drinking and that affects his business. Exactly. They made sure to put that in. So exactly. Yeah. So I cannot wait for that to come out. That's going to be great. Tamara won't say it because she knows it's going to mess up her relationship with, with um, Shannon. She's going to get Emily to say it or Gina, someone will say it, uh, because we've got to find out as viewers. We have to know. This is not going to be a Heather Gay, Black Eye situation. No. We will find out what this is. I trust that Tamara will produce the other women into Thank, <laughs> Yeah, She knows her job. She knows her job. Um, so that was it. So I was happy with that. I was happy with this episode. Me too. There was a lot. I laughed out loud several times. I like the way it's going. I like everything Tamara's doing. Absolutely will be back next season. She's done so much work. And remember, we found out through Gina on Danny Pellegrini's podcast that Heather and um, Tamara aren't even speaking when they wrap filming. So, so maybe Tamara does reveal it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, the other things we should touch on, let's touch on Crappy Lake. Um, it was a bit of a non-starter for me the bells of the balls episode four was it yeah oh yeah yeah, they they have this their first crappy hour social and luan just refuses to put to clean anything up i did really like that i did really like that i loved her outfit that silky top the chunky necklace with the jewel in it oh blue and that guy's toenail ripped off we nurse Lou came to the rescue. Gosh. Uh, they go to the testicle festival. Disgusting. disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, Sonia. Sonia got t-shirts made for what was the what were the t-shirts to advertise oh, something they're doing? It's for the follies that they're doing. The this that's it. And she's like, it's free advertising. I know a deal. Everyone says I should pay my interns. They don't want to be paid. I was like, they don't? (laughs) (laughs) God bless her interns. um, Let's see. We have the Royal High Tea celebration at Cafe Bloom. Which was a big diamond in the rough. Wow. That lady was so beautiful and she had this nice cafe and she said they do uh, once a month they do this, this tea luncheon and so the ladies got to dress up and then this is where all the talent started coming out of the town this this guy comes up who definitely watched roni and he's like well i can sing and i can act and i tap dance and all this and they're recruiting everyone they hold a second audition for their follies and we have all these people auditioning and there's talent and creativity in every corner of the world i think that's what this episode showed me absolutely um <laughs> didn't see too much of the horniness except Sonia did say Luann has not had sex in six weeks I cannot believe she can exist I mean these women are just remarkable they're just remarkable oh <laughs> the underwear comment that Sonia said she's like 
I think the producers are like, when's the last time you had male underwear in your house or something? And she's like, mm-hmm. the last time I saw okay. male underwear is Harry Dubin left his left his box of briefs in my in the townhouse. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, we love a Harry Dubin mention. I love a Harry Dubin mention. Just please, can we just remember Kelly Ben Simone was mixed up with him, which is a little known fact, but Tinsley revealed Kelly Ben Simone was with Harry Dubin. Lou was with Harry Dubin. Sonia was with Harry Dubin. And Ramona was with Harry Dubin. We need to get Harry Dubin on the pod. Oh, I'd probably end up sleeping with him. Let's just be real. I mean, <laughs> there's something about Harry. Something about Harry. Um, So that was kind of it for the episode. It was just like, Mleh. I mean, they're trying with it. I just, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I love seeing the gals in any way. Um, I do want to see Sonia sleeping with more of the locals because that was brilliant. That was brilliant. And Lou needs to get in on one of the locals as well. Um, Real Housewives of New York. I read something on gossip site that, uh, sorry, I mean the news, um, that Real Housewives of New York, this season 14 or whatever it is, reboot, is doing very, very well. And Andy is upset because he actually didn't want this reboot. And I'm really proud of him because, he, but now he's getting told that he was wrong and he's not happy about it. I just wanted to put that out there. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, what did you think of the, now they're going to the Hamptons in, and it's Hamptons in fall. And we remember all of the iconic Hamptons trips to Ramona's house when i mean where do we even begin we've got the hamptons trip when um bethany um when we go for carol's um marathon celebration carol and bethany are like splitting up at this point and carol's staying with tinsley and she wears the tattoo bodysuit we meet dennis um we see the hamptons that's the time when tinsley screams across the table at sonia and then bethany burns the check that tinsley wrote to sonia i mean all these fights that happened to ramona's house for for so many years on our hamptons trips um it's it's hard to go to the hamptons in fall with new women that's all i'm gonna say it's hard for me to watch yeah it it wasn't gonna live up to that but uh we got let's see so Sai brought was it Sai that brought these women brought so much so much luggage for three days of course yeah um they get there the one of the big things in this episode is that Jessel hasn't had sex since she had her kids a year ago right we need to talk about this she is hiding something massive the this woman remember she started off by saying we were just friends and then she has this whole bizarre story about how her and her husband were friends for years it to me it's an emily and shane situation at the beginning like i think they just decided to get married because they had pressure from the family because she said my mum came into town and was like he's in love with you you need to marry him i don't think jessel's attracted to him i don't think jessel's into him they haven't had sex for a year i mean a year She's either having, and she's having either having sex with someone else or he's having sex with someone else because it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Right. Something. Yeah. There's something there. Yeah. And she just chalks it up to, well, we're exhausted. And apparently she's still giving him BJs and she's any of that self-conscious about her C-section scar, I guess. 
um which is yeah that's true but i don't know a whole year is a lot so jenna got everyone some lingerie which is kind of the other big thing that goes on yeah so they are all trying it on later in the episode and jessel makes this huge production of hating her gift which is making jenna really uncomfortable and let's be real the two things were related i mean yeah it was like way too long on her and it 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 was not my favorite of all of them but it was a gift and she was being kind of rude so rude and just would not stop going on and on about it like she could have just made one comment like "Eh, i don't think this looks that good on me and it was also gross her saying the only size you should see lingerie in is xs xs or s yeah, that wasn't very nice. Well, love, I have, I have, I have a wake-up call. You're not XS or S, so she's not going to buy you that. So, sorry. I mean, it's just it's so... Oh, and it looked terrible on her, and she looked terrible in it, and then was just terrible. She's just going, this is disgusting. Like, why would anyone... And it was... A... And she was... And Jenna was stood there completely silent, and then people were like, oh, it looks okay, but it didn't. And we should mention what's her face... The big flirt with Bryn, that's it. She was not there. She was sick or whatever. She just didn't come. Um, Jenna reveals that her mum just died as well. Um, and she said, were they closed? They weren't close, apparently. So that would be maybe an interesting thing to get into. Oh, no, she did. I think she said she was bipolar, right? Uh, she was... It wasn't that, but it was something... Oh, shoot. I, I don't know if I wrote it down, but... Yeah, she said she didn't really know what was going on with her for a lot of her life. And then they found out later in life um, what was going on. And yeah, they. Oh, she was. um, She wasn't autistic. She was. um, Someone's screaming it right now and I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. So so she said we weren't close. Um, So she's just dealing with that death. And then she also reveals um, about, because I had also always noticed she was constantly in that V or the, the long shirts. And she says it's because she has a genetic disease, which is like hyperpigmentation and scars and there's other things. And I read this recently in an article that that's all a wig she wears as well. And her teeth are fake, fake teeth and fake hair. So it's a genetic disorder. I don't know exactly what it is. Um, but yeah, her, that's all a wig. And I was like looking at it and it looks amazing, but so we see that um and they're in the house and they're at is it Erin? Aaron? Aaron Aaron's house, right? Yep, it's Aaron's house. She only serves uh oh, oh my god, caviar, caviar on a Pringle. That was so in imbe- caviar on a Pringle. I don't know who these so-called caterers were, but they literally looked like they just pulled out a tin of caviar and got Ritz crackers and Pringles and put it on top. It was so embarrassing. And they're like, no, taste it with a Pringle. It's amazing. Like, it's this revolutionary thing. And she's like, oh, yeah. It was disgusting. And they all get there and they go, uh this is it. And it was bizarre. She had like no other food for them. But then they said, well, we're eating at six o'clock anyway. And it was like four o'clock. So that kind of made sense. It's like, you know, another meal. And then um, they're all kind of sat around in the living room talking about stuff like this. And the model, what's her name? Uber. Uber, who you could just stare at for eternity. She goes, I'm starving. 
and she, she's like, I'm six foot. I need to eat. <laughs> so she's like, I'm going to provisions, which apparently is this very fancy like store. So she's this whole thing about going to get a meal, but they're literally going out in two hours. And where are they going? <gasps> Topping rows. So this was a great callback because we have had so many fights in Topping Rose um, with our old gals. So I was very happy to see that. But she goes off and Erin's just like, guys, this is kind of ridiculous. Stop talking about food. And the other one brought toilet paper. And it, it's just that I don't know whether they're playing that they're really, really hard or I don't know what's going on. But they all get ready to go to Topping Rose. And Topping Rose, they all end up there. And when they get to the table, can I just add that all of our Roni stands will recognize the table they sat at? The table they sat at, we saw when it was the season tinsley's second season bethany and carol are at each other's throats the night before we've had the dinner party at ramona's where um dorinda's screaming at sonia um we've had ramona screaming the night before we also the day before we also had a brunch where um where um Dorinda is screaming at Sonia saying, my husband died and your husband left you. That's screaming on where Dorinda nearly punched her in the face. And Dorinda screaming at Sonia, Annie, married your best friend. Those two are at the biggest odds. Then they went to Ramona's in the evening to have a dinner party. Dorinda starts again on Sonia. Tinsley goes in on Sonia. Bethany takes the check, burns the check at the table. Dennis is there, RIP. Crazy night. This is the next morning and, Dor- and Ramona gets the t- text message from Sonia that's a big thing and at the end just says um you're a piece of shit you're a POS and so she's not speaking to Sonia they all go to Topping Rose for brunch and Sonia sat at the end next to Lou and Sonia's uh um Ramona's next to her then Ramona moves her seat it's all fighting right and that was the exact table that they were at in this episode Thank you. They knew that manager there or the host just was like, we got to <laughs> him at the housewife's table. It was great. It was great to see again. It really sent me back to good times. Then we have this odd scene where three of them are trying to find the bathroom, but they end up in the kitchen. And then oh. Uba takes a can of coconut milk. It's to be crazy. So wacky. So wild. They get to the table. The other women are embarrassed and they give it to the server to bring back to the kitchen. Yeah. (laughs) What is going on? I mean, Sonia did more in like five minutes on an episode than these women have done in a couple. But anyway, carry on. Yeah. Uh, Sai is getting her content photos, talking about how it may look dumb, but it pays the bills. And she's actually creating content for brands and getting paid a lot. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, good for you, girl. um jenna talks about her sexual awakening at age 40 and how she basically got forced to come out by the press Mm, right and uh the women ask well are you seeing anyone right now she says she is seeing a woman but she's being private about it and then in the confessional she basically says that the woman doesn't want to be in the public eye so she's respect for her partner which I, I just, I really want to know who it is. It just makes you, when someone says that, you're just more inquisitive. So I really want to know who it is. But she was in page six this week again saying, I'm, you know, I'm not going to discuss that. You know, when you sign up, I'm sorry. These, Andy tells you, you sign up to housewives, everything's on the table. 
You cannot be a good housewife if you hide anything. You can't. The tension of her not saying anything for a while, I think will be good for drama because it did bristle with the other women that they are being forced to trot out their husbands and talk about, you know, five rounds of IVF and all this other crap. And, uh, you know, she's just kind of like, no, not going to talk about my, my relationship at all. So thank you, but no, (laughs) we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if she comes out with anything. Mm -hmm. We'll see how that goes. Um, so we have that, that table and then what else? Is that the end of the episode? Oh, they go back to the lingerie, right? Then they go back to the house, this whole lingerie thing. And that was the end. Mm-hmm. So where are you feeling with it, Kate? Uh, it's mildly entertaining to me. Okay. It's not so boring that I'm not going to watch it, but I'm not yeah. excited for every episode. I know. I know. I know. That preview did look promising. So I'm holding out that it'll pick up. I hope Uh, so too. Listen, I do. Um, Lou, as as a gracious countess, has been very nice and said, posted on Instagram, she's like, love these gals. Season looks great. But of course, Ramona. Ramona will never say anything positive. But I don't know. Uh, I'm just, I'm watching it because I'm doing my work as a, as a true journalist and watching it, but it's hard to compare gold to, no, sorry, platinum, pure platinum to bronze. That's all I'm saying. And having said all of that, guys, that is all a kind of roundup of Bravo news. Um, so before we go, we want to go over our schedule, which we always like to do. So you're listening to this on a Friday. We hope you have a fantastic weekend. Um, but just to remind you, every Tuesday we release our episode that covers 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. On Wednesday, we reduce we re- we um release our episode, um, our Wheel of Shame episode, where we pick a random show. We've just done Restaurant Impossible, which was very intriguing about the about who Robert Irvine actually is or pretends to be. Next week we have um Oh, Secret Lives of Stepford Wives. I think that's going to be really, really good. Um, And then on a Friday, obviously, you get our Bravo catch-up. However, if you are a subscriber, so you will see in your... um, your, um... Feed. Thank you. I always forget that word. In your feed right now, where you're listening to this potty, you'll see some episodes have like a little lock on it. It's a subscription only. You can access many more episodes that we produce twice every month um, by clicking on that, putting in your details and becoming a subscriber. It's only $5 a month. Two weeks of the month, you get four episodes from us. Our subscriber episodes are us doing deep dives into documentaries of the weird, the wild, the wonderful, pop culture, UFOs, unexplained murders, bizarre, bizarre instances. Um, We've done Anna Nicole Smith's story. We have done the cult that the Duggars are attached to. We um, have done about an abducted boy that apparently turned up in Spain. This one coming up that we're reviewing that's going to be released next Friday is the documentary There's Something Wrong with Aunt Diane. It is an insane documentary, bizarre, tragic, and utterly confusing. Um, So to do that, it supports us so much, guys. You have no idea. We see who signs up. 
thank you thank you thank you thank you um we actually just got another subscriber I don't know if you saw Kate while we were on the air because we get a little notifications and it is our darling Lauren yes I'm going to shout you out thank you so much um for being a subscriber we all send you personal notes just to say thank you you get inside a goss and all the extra stuff so just thank you anything else Kate uh, you should go follow us on Instagram. Uh, our handle is Tender Loving Care Podcast, and you can click on our link in our bio and find a ton of links to it's our link tree. You can you know go to Patreon. You can listen to our latest episode. Anything you need, you can email us at tenderlovingcarepod at gmail dot com. If you have any anything you want to tell us about a show that you were on or you know someone was on a show we always love hearing stuff or um if you have any suggestions something that you think we really need to cover we love to hear from you um so you can dm us or email us and tell a friend about the pod that's a really easy free thing you can do that helps us out a lot um so thank you so much for listening and have a great weekend we'll see you next week we will indeed have a good one love 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 bye Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.